You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. Well, hello. I don't think I've uh, had the pleasure of meeting you. Ah, zombies roommate. Oh, clever. <laughs> so you two dating or something? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Well, you know, well, zombie does identify as a male and I reckon you identify as a female. Well, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really consider that unusual. I think it's kind of convenient for zombie being in a woman's prison and then being surrounded by a whole bunch of women. Oh, well, yeah, and I've heard that too. So a lot of females, when they get lonely and crave affection, they tend to hook up, but then once they get out, things are different. Okay, so as long as you're in there, then once you get out, things are going to be different, huh? Well, you know, I've heard a lot of things about them. The sex offenders in there, you know, and and uh, they're still cons- still committing these crimes and Aha, uh-huh, really? So, you know, two of them. Two female sex offenders. And they have girlfriends? Oh, multiple. Mul- oh, my goodness. See, they're just bouncing around. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. I've, I've had some uh, interviews where people were talking about sex offenders and they could just keep on doing that stuff even though they're locked up in there. You know, they go to court and charge with you know, a sex crime against another woman and then they put them in a woman's prison. It's almost like a a kid in a candy store or something. Oh, well, I... I yeah, I, I guess I feel that way too. But, you know, a crime is a crime and if you're convicted and, you know, the, the law was followed and... and you're guilty, you have a sentence to serve and you should do that. The main thing is that when you get out, you should never do go back and do that stuff again. That's what we don't want. And that, yeah, I understand that too. Well, so is that something that uh, you really want to get out there? This does the sex offenders bother bother you more than you know the the people in there who mistreat children or you know like the yeah okay and so these people deserve to be in there for the rest of their life well yeah well they are well, sex offenders don't ne- not necessarily a violent offender, but yeah, serial killer. Well, are there any serial killers in that prison? Oh. So there's people who mess with children. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... 
Well, I would say there's a wide range of, of offenders in there. And it could be... You have 60 seconds remaining. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, I would really like to hear your opinion on that. That would be a fascinating subject. Well, is that what you and Zombie were talking about? Getting the, getting the word out? Ah, pin pals. Yes, that's a big thing. So many people in there don't have pin pals. Oh, all right. Well, good. Well, I'm glad to have met you. And I hope you and Zombie uh, have a good time while you're in there. You have 30 seconds remaining. And thanks for calling. And I look forward to working with you in the future and getting this word out. Uh, maybe we can make a difference. You never know. Okay. Well, you have a good day, too. And I will be talking to you later. I thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, that's a brand new person who was recommended by Zombie. This person is Kiki Strong, a 49-year-old woman in for armed robbery. Now, she is looking for you know somebody to talk to, somebody to connect with, and, you know, our initial contact was kind of interesting. There's a few things that just sit on people's mind. Now, I kind of thought I was joking around, but apparently Zombie, who is a transgender and identifies as a male, is Kiki's cellmate. And the two of them are just kind of having a nice little relationship. Neither one of them really take it seriously, but they're just kind of staying together to pass the time, which is very much not unusual in a woman's prison. A lot of the women in there are just emotionally distraught, and they could have gotten out of an abusive relationship, or they could uh, feel that uh, they're not adequate enough to maintain a good relationship or maybe they're just confused about life and things aren't working with a man so they want to try a woman there's a lot of different things that cause people to react the way they do when they're in prison and me not being a female and me not having ever been in the prison I can't 100% speak for how they feel but I have interacted with a few folks and some of the things they tell me I can relay secondhand. So, of course, in this episode, I'm not saying anything from first-hand experience. I can't be a certified expert on it. This is just something that I put together through my experiences. One thing I do know is a lot of incarcerated people have uh, not a lot of respect for sex offenders and those who are in prison with a sex offender and the sex offender is attracted to the same sex 
that creates a different scenario. Now, on my uh, YouTube channel, I interview some people who discuss sex offender, and and these are real incarcerated people who are in prison speaking on their point of view, how they feel about this. So, that's one of the things that Nikki and I were talking about. We kind of got on the subject of, of the people who are in prison for having an inappropriate relationship with another female, whether they're girls or adults. These people shouldn't have been doing it and they got locked up. So when you take a female sex offender, put her in a female prison with a bunch of females who are just going through that time in their life where they're quite vulnerable, that's a bad combination. And a lot of the... uh, Incarcerated people are concerned about that. So they're kind of speaking out. They just want to let folks know that sex offenders shouldn't be thrown in as if they're like a regular non sex offender. Convicted criminal. I guess you could say if a person's in there for murder or theft or maybe embezzlement, you know, they, they got their sentence, they should serve it and then get out, and most likely they, sh- they could get away from not doing it again. But with a sex offender, there's a little bit extra step that needs to be taken. How can you prevent this person from committing this particular crime again? And there's been various little suggestions that these folks make. And I like these responses. And that's uh, one of the things I was like to discuss in this this podcast. The, the Kiki thing brings up you know, some of the stuff that we talk about when I'm in uh, on conversations with them on the phone what can we do how can we treat them differently the the women are a little concerned because they don't think it's right that a, a woman is locked up in the prison with these these uh, brand new victims that they continue their crime and really have no desire to rehabilitate. Why should they? They're having a good time. And then, you know, they're saying that they get little to no punishment if they're caught with a girlfriend or caught with a lover or caught attacking another uh, incarcerated person. So that's a very sensitive subject for them. And it's something that's uh, that's slowly beginning to to rise around uh, the present population. You know, how would you feel if you're locked in a room with a bunch of people and two of them are sex offenders who take a liking to you? Would you feel comfortable, or would you say, 
you know, hey, I committed this crime, this whatever happens to me, I deserve it. Does it really matter? You know, there's a lot that goes to your mind. So, uh, it's something that we shouldn't ignore because we're talking about people committing a crime, going into the prison, committing a new crime, getting out of the prison, and they're supposed to change. Or are we supposed to keep them in this prison for long periods of time? So, you know, you have to kind of step back and think, what's the prison system for? Is it to lock up people who have the tendency of committing murder? You know, like a serial killer. If a serial killer goes in there, maybe kills some people in the prison. And then is released and kills people outside? Or are you talking about a person who goes in there and is getting to the road recovery and then they're mistreated? You know, it could be by the guards. It could be by the uh, other prisoners. So, is that something that we should be concerned about? Don't you think this trauma will be carried out to the family and to the community and and to uh, the free world in general? You know, workplace, school, grocery store. There's a lot that needs to be done in the prisons that's just being ignored. We can't just lock a person away and then forget about it. A lot goes on that we don't know about. And there are times that the formerly incarcerated won't want to talk about it. Because it just brings up too many bad memories. So you want to try to catch it fast when it's still fresh on their mind. It's like a dream. When you have a dream and you wake up, that's your best chance of remembering it. So uh, when you think about the prisons and you think about the people that's in there and you think about rehabilitation, think about what's going through their mind. Are they feeling comfortable enough to get this behind them and move on? Or do they actually need somebody to sit down with them and work out some issues? Resolve some problems or find something that will ease their mental anguish I don't think it's a good idea to put people away and then bring them out in a worse state than when they went in. Yet, when you talk with people who are in these prisons and experiencing these uh, abuses, they can give you some good ideas of what could have helped them. And maybe as they develop a good bond with their uh, compadres in the prison system, they could probably offer some solutions to some of the problems that's already in there. Because in their own personal experience and what they've learned from others, uh, 
who shared their experience with them. So I, uh, I hope that this subject touches you and uh, shows you that the reason we want prison reform and alternative methods of imprisonment is that we want this experience. You know, we've already caught this person in doing a bad thing, making a mistake. And the person's sitting in prison and the person is suffering the punishment for it. So we already know what had happened. And so now it's just time to work to prevent it from happening again and to prevent them from coming back. If they continue to do it in the prison, we're not helping. And if they suffer a lot of trauma while in the prison and then come out, we're not helping either. Because one of the first things that ex-incarcerated people discover is that society really doesn't treat them well. You know, they don't get a big ticker tape parade. Tough to find a job, tough to find a home, tough to get uh, certification. Uh, It's tough to be accepted in the community. You know, and it seems to just follow them around no matter what. So if we really want to make the world a safer place, and we really want to get rid of this crime spree that seems to be tackling us, we need to go to the source. What's causing folks to deviate from the law. I would like to suggest my YouTube video. You can listen to the interviews of real incarcerated people and find out some of the suggestions that they have. You know, and if you're at a town hall meeting or if you get an opportunity to uh, look into a group that works to help reduce the prison population, you know, maybe you can learn a little bit or share a little bit and we can we can get this ball rolling. We need to get out there and we need to work with these folks and, and get it fixed up. So you can contact some of those folks that's incarcerated because every one of my interviews, they'll, uh, those who want to be contacted will leave their contact information. And... Uh, Maybe just do an internet search. Kind of give yourself something to do just in case things get boring. So thank you for tuning in. And please don't just uh, sit and expect other folks to do the right thing here. Sometimes you have to be the leader. Sometimes you have to get out and rally the troops. Or sometimes you just want to learn and uh, become a part of the uh, movement. Either way, please, please get involved. Let's, Let's take a bite out of crime. So go out, have a good day, and make wonderful memories for tomorrow.